Welcome back, y'all, to episode 127 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short-form podcast by entertaining as well as informing. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Okay, so today's show, we have a couple guests. We're going to have David Goose as well as Phil Gassard on to talk a little bit about ancient cultures. Um, and we also referenced the, the Netflix show, Ancient Apocalypse, which I would suggest anybody to watch. It's interesting theories if you like to learn about ancient cultures and kind of have different theories and thoughts. So enjoy the podcast and we'll get back to you tomorrow. Okay, so we got David Goose and we got Phil Gastard here today. And we're actually going to be covering some intellectual things. So no trivia about 90s movies or anything related to that. We're going to take a stab at going into different aspects of ancient culture. So I think each one of us um, kind of has some different ideas about maybe a culture that we like or whatever. I mean, Phil, what do you have today? What was on your agenda for the culture talk? Uh, I wanted to talk about the guy from the ancient culture, ancient civilization, Netflix. You want to talk about show, Grant, which is, Grant Hancock? Yeah, that crazy old guy. Um, and then, yeah, I, I know I said talk about favorite cultures, but I don't know that I really have one. I listened to the one on the Persian Empire. I could talk about that. But really, I want to talk about how we've had civilizations for tens of thousands of years, and I believe every single word he says. Every single word? <laughs> <laughs> not really but i do find it interesting it is interesting i mean if you guys aren't familiar i mean it was i don't know if you've seen the ancient apocalypse on netflix are you familiar with that show i i i'm very familiar with it and i need to watch it because i need to go down that rabbit hole like you two have so yes it's a rabbit hole i mean what's interesting about the guy is his theory is that there was cultures and societies um before the ice age and that it's like a he he paints it like a conspiracy theory like other um are, I'm, I'm drawing a blank i always forget the job where people dig up bones archaeologists the other archaeologists are conspiring against him <laughs> like there's like a conspiracy theory that they don't want to believe that there was an ancient culture society before the ice age Okay, well, the first thing I see when I type it in is the ancient absurdities of ancient apocalypse by some newscaster person. So there's like okay. a whole thing against the guy because essentially he's he was just a journalist and he just started talking about it, and then people started to get upset with him because of it. It's like it's the craziest thing, you know. So when you watch it, you're like, whoa! Like he's already, he's coming in hot, essentially. Does he believe yeah. like aliens created the uh, pyramids? Not really an alien believer. Um, okay, that's not really. No, he did on the, on the Rogan podcast. He was talking about how he thinks they used like some form of telekinesis to move the giant rocks in place. Like there are things he says that are just like, yeah, completely crazy. 
but, but in general, it's in general. But then there is also kind of a, but I believe a truth of okay, okay, thanks, Phil. But I don't know, I don't know, Zach. I don't know if that's way too off topic. If we want to just talk about actual ancient civilizations, I, I mean, can we talk could, about what I like about the Persian Empire. I mean, we could talk about whatever. I mean, I think we want to talk about the cultures, and then we can kind of go off topic and go down rabbit holes because it is a little bit of a dry topic. Sure. All right, Phil, so what do you got? We'll start with you. Oh, God. Okay. I want this PowerPoint presentation, Phil, remember? Yeah, this is going to be a disaster of a podcast episode. Um, Wow. The Persian, yeah. So the Persian Empire, here's one, like before, so it was the last big empire before Alexander and the Greeks. Um, and it was kind of like the culmination of ancient civilizations up until that point. It wasn't the best military, but it was probably the most well-rounded, except they relied really, really heavily on archers. And then once they started fighting the Greeks, the Greeks were like the little like podunk town at the edge of civilization. But for whatever reasons, the Greeks, like their armor and their formations, they were pretty good against archers. And so Greeks would just like completely fuck them up. Um, Don't censor me, Zach. Uh, But um, the other thing was that they were like also by far the most like tolerant civilization up until that point. Before that, it was, um, you know, there's the Babylonians. There was, uh, I forget the name. I'm forgetting the name of the one who was the Assyrians. The Assyrians were like probably the best military ever, but they would just go in and they'd be like, no, screw your religion. Like, screw your culture, you have to be a part of Assyria now. Whereas the Persians were like actually somewhat tolerant and were like, Here, we'll offer sacrifices to your God now that we have conquered you and we will like participate in your cultural norms or whatever. So, the reason they were able to maintain an empire for a decent amount of time is by that, like the time standards, they were actually very, very tolerant. So, that thing from 300 the movie where like the Xerxes comes in and is like, just do whatever you want. Like just, just as long as you bow down to me, it was actually like, maybe that might be the only accurate thing about that movie. But yeah, I found that, that movie was history. That movie was true history. It was. I mean, that was filmed during that scene. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. What's interesting about that movie though, is that that story is like story of legend. And it obviously, went through sparta but if you look at where the battle actually was it's just like a regular ass field (laughs) it's like it's not like a dramatic area where you have like two pillars of land facing but that story is historically i mean not historically i don't even know what you'd call it but it's like a legend that was been passed down through oral tradition it's crazy how much a history is to go like not to be like the the ancient civilization conspiracy theories. Do it, like, Phil. Just do it, Phil. And, Just go deep dude, into it. Everything before the Roman Empire is all like hearsay. Like, we don't have any direct sources. It is, though, because they all yeah. cite shit that we don't have anymore. So they'll say, like, they'll, like, be like, like, we can, it's not to say that it isn't accurate. <clears throat> I mean, it's all we have. But, like, because I listened to this, like, nine-hour podcast about the Persian Empire is another... What are you doing in Thailand, dude? Are you just... When when I'm... Yeah, when I'm traveling. You know, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Yeah, good. That's a good one. Yeah, so I listened... It was the King of Kings. It's a three-parter. And each one is, like, three hours. It's about the Persian Empire. But, yeah, he's saying, like, everything 
that we have is is all like stuff that was written 200 years later and is something that like gathered from all of the local stories and resources which we of course don't have anymore so like yeah our whole like understanding of ancient history is like god knows how much of it is actually accurate but it's all we have okay that's a good point um yeah i mean i think that i think too if you look at eastern culture you know like china they did have a lot of written languages even before the romans well didn't china not so much invent paper but produced it in mass production yeah i mean they're credited for inventing paper okay they are yeah and gunpowder those are their three things to the ancient world (laughs) yeah so basically all gun violence is china's fault yeah, it's all related to China. That's that's what the new. Yeah. We get you're going down a path on this podcast now. We're gonna get censored. <laughs> all right, I'm, let me stay focused. All right, so I mean, I think those are interesting points. I think too, whenever you think about ancient societies, you kind of leave. You think about their stamp that they left behind, like kind of like looking at their 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 buildings, their their temples, their religious areas, and I think the Persians have a great culture. But it's like you don't like you don't really know about any ancient locations in Persia. I mean, do you know it? I don't know it off the top of my head. And what year was this, Phil? You didn't, you know, you gotta give me a year. I don't know, man. I mean, it was before, it was right before they were like, I think the Persian Empire lasted like three or four hundred years, and then they they were they got defeated by Alexander, like Alexander, like Oh, they so this is like 400 like, BC kind? Yeah, they wrote okay. Alexander a note being like, bow down, and he wrote them a note being like, I'm going to come over there and beat the shit out of you. And then he did that. And that's, that's yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. All right. Um, we are now, I'm now more educated than I ever have been with the Persian Empire. Yeah, see if it, yeah, Drew, can you, can you top that? I can, honestly. Facts I just All right, what do you around? got, Goose? Let's hear your, uh, let's hear, let's, let's, let's peel back the layers so that intellectual. Peel, well, power. see, this is around the same time period because I was going to talk about Petra and the Nabataeans because Petra, as you're well aware, is one of the seven wonders of the world. It's that treasury department or treasury building, you know, the famous from Last Crusades, Indiana Jones. Yeah. The mountains, you know, the uh, the city built into the mountains. That's what Petra was. And Petra was created by the Nabataeans into the mountains. That's what Petra was. And Petra was created by the Nabataean people who were a nomadic folks who, you know, lived in the desert region of Jordan, right along the uh, trade routes for everyone coming from Egypt and Saudi Arabia, heading up to Syria. And what Lebanon. was their number one? What did they trade? Or their Well, so they were more of a trade outpost. That's what they were. So when you think about it and you think of the desert, well, you when you have these big caravans of camels bringing all of like the incense uh, from Saudi Arabia and Egypt to different parts of Syria and elsewhere, they need to stop somewhere and obviously refuel. And so the Nabataeans found this cool little spot within the mountain range and said, oh, well, we'll create this huge city that has water, that has food, 
and housing and shelter, maybe a little fun for everyone. Mm-hmm. And then we'll tax people to come and stop by us and have a little oasis. And so that's actually how the entire like Petra and the city in the mountains was created was because it was an outpost, you know, kind of like a truck stop that became massive. And so the Nabataean people were just pretty much a, a truck stop along the way. And they created this massive city in the desert because they were able to tap into the water sources around the area. Like a modern day Las Vegas. Kind of, yes, yeah. A modern day Las Vegas. Hmm. And they ruled for about around the time after Alexander the Great. So this was like 300 BC until the Romans decided to come in around 100 AD and take over. And then eventually Petra was kind of lost its usage because the Romans built a road so then people didn't need to like stop at the oasis. So that's like the the ancient equivalent of when the mom and pop shop goes out of business because yes. the US builds a highway. Yep, exactly that. Think of like high, you know Route 66 and you had all these fun little mom and pop shops along the way and then you put in the highway and that was it. The Romans built the highway. Petro has kind of lost uh, its relevance. A couple earthquakes and then boom, bada, bang. And so the Nabataean people were the people who built the entire city. And what was interesting about them, going off of what Phil was saying about, you know, written cultures, we only know really about the Nabataeans from uh, traders and the Romans who would stop there because the Nabataean people actually didn't write anything about themselves. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't feel like actually having any sort of recorded history. The only recorded history we know about them is what they inscribed in the temples that are, again, are built into the side of the mountains. And usually those inscriptions would just say like, Phil was a cool dude, the ladies loved him. Good job, Phil. Interesting. I mean, that is kind of crazy how, like, who controls the narrative controls history. And like, there's these cultures like that. And it, it's almost like it feels a little bit about, like Star Wars where you have, they're on Tatooine and they're in the desert. There's just like random groups of people there that could potentially sustain life if you are a Roman traveling through. Yeah, yeah, and who knows, you know, the Nabataeans got you know, almost wiped from history because the Romans came in, but it wasn't until later in, you know, in the 1800s where they finally discovered the, the lost city, as they said, at Petra. So, and they had I, some, like, ancient, I mean, if they didn't have that city or that carved-in city, like, no one would have remembered it. Yeah, because they were just nomadic people of sorts who lived in the desert who when traders would come through, they would maybe be like, oh, come here. This is where some water is. And oh, we can do some trades with you real quick on your way to Damascus or Aleppo and other places in Assyria. Mm-hmm. But then they decided, then they, again, they started taxing people and made a little bit of money. So it would be like the mom and pop store, but you had to stop there. And then you had to pay a tax just to get into the mom and pop store plus all of your, you know, expenses for food and housing and everything else. Kind of like wall junk. What are you gonna say, Phil? I, tell you, I think I mean, Phil's asleep right now. I don't know, I don't know, but I was actually just going to say kind of like wall drunk. So weird that you said that. <laughs> that is weird you said that, Phil. <laughs> weird. Can um, we talk, I think, have we talked about how much wall drug sucks? Let's save that for another episode. That's another episode. Wall drug is so overrated. It's like the Nabataeans of South. The Nabataeans of the South. Not cool. That's interesting. I mean, it's interesting how like 
you know, you, I was I was watching some videos just on Mesopotamia, and when you have like a transition of being able to sustain life in one area, that's when a culture is created. Yeah. But if you look at like, I think too, when I like thought about this, I thought about like impacts of ancient culture on today. So what do we actually have today that is a representation of something that's been built on? And you think about the Mesopotamians, how they created the first concept of time being in like a 60 second succinction, succinction. And how today we still have a 60 second minute because of how they were able to map out times, days and things like things like that, where you like you wouldn't even, you know, because they were able to measure time and create a language, you know, we still are using a lot of a lot of their foundations today, which trips me out sometimes when I think about that or math or how the Arabics were able to create algebra in things like that that are still constantly being used. Zach, I feel like this is more that can be dived into. I feel like what the next episode has to be is on that ancient, you know, civilizations. Yeah, and I think whenever I whenever I kind of when I kind of when when you when you presented this bill, I thought too about I think a lot about Chaco Canyon. Are you guys familiar with Chaco Canyon in New Mexico? No. educate us yeah so chaco canyon i mean i've been there about twice in my life actually i went there when i was a kid because my father was obsessed with it i don't know why um but it's located in new mexico and it it is a national park it's 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 very remote in how it is but if you look at it it's an ancient city and it's probably one of the oldest dwellings in north america and it's tied to the aztec and Egan trade routes. So there's proof that you know there was trade happening with with through Mexico and parts of northern South America. There was tur- turquoise found in different areas of the trade route. There was exotic burgers actually found in North America. And what's really interesting about it is it kind of follows suit with the ancient um, apocalypse mentality of of how well the city kept track of the solar calendar. So if you can imagine, it's inside of a, a basin and there's there's um, other mountains surrounding it. And when it lines up with the summer solstice, the, the, the area literally has the sun come up through two parts of the mountain that beams through the city. And this city is like perfect at how it was created to identify different aspects within the solar calendar. So it's a really consistent thing in Cocopelli which is really famous in the Southwest where you see that guy with the dreads and the flutes, he's sound, he's seen there in certain kind of um, part, like carved into the, 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 the mountainside with swirls kind of indicating that they're the universe or the gravitational movement. But it's really interesting about this culture because it, it was there and it was sustaining life for so long and it's North America's equivalent almost to Stonehenge but it's never really talked about in in a, in a true manner because not a lot's known about it. You had a lot of people that lived there at one point and poof, they disappeared. And there's not a lot of graveyards or any any death around it. So it's kind of like a strange place, but it's still built to this day and you can still walk it. So that's, that's kind of Chaco Canyon in a nutshell. That is interesting. And yeah, it kind of goes like just, because there's a million little things you talk about with um, 
with the ancient civilization, but just the thing in general, which is what you're kind of saying is that like, I feel like, yeah, we very much underestimate. Yeah, I don't know. I don't buy that it was just a bunch of cavemen, right? Like we, we had like, because we were taught it was whatever, 12,000 years ago that people came over the ice bridge into North America. But now we know that there were people in South America like 18,000 years ago, at least. And yeah, I think, yeah, they were probably trading and there was some form of civilization, I think all over the place that we just don't really account for. Or it's aliens, Phil. So to that extent, I do. Or it is, could it, be, you know, know. It could be, or like this guy says on Rogan, it could be. Well, I do yeah, think telekinesis, but what's really interesting, like well, the reason why they say aliens is whatever technology they had at that time. Like when you look at joists or how joints are put together with certain rock spaces it's like you couldn't even you can't like if you had machinery you couldn't even put it together so that's why he's saying telekinesis but you know i don't know it's like we don't know i guess i used to work as a historical stonemason in rocks that i thought we would never be able to move we'd move with like spindles and little two by fours and we would and they and they and you couldn't like muscle it but there was a technique involved in how you would do it so it's like stuff like that but there is a consistent pattern where there was a lot of ancient cultures that were obsessed with the stars stargazing and the solar the winter and summer solstice but if you spent all day outside and you didn't have any power you weren't on an electric grid you weren't watching your phone or tv and you were outside in the dark like you would notice weather changes based on temperature like you like the ancient humans would have been more intuitive more more aligned with the weather than we are you know it's like we we don't have to worry about weather because we've created perfect homes to live in you know went on a rant there i love it wingate i love it yeah no i mean where 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 the where the people lose me completely is with the aliens or 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 telekinesis or whatever yeah i think like when it comes to moving big blocks they had a ton of people and what else were they going to do so they figured out ways to move giant blocks and when it comes to the mathematical precision too it's also like yeah they understood the stars better than any of us because they didn't it's not even to make a joke like they didn't have tv they didn't have city lights all they did at night was stare up at the stars so they knew them really well like that that all makes sense to me. but i just think we underestimate the amount that people were i don't know organizing and doing stuff that's why phil time. you got to go to petra man once you walk through that city you're like okay i get it now yeah, it's a 2000 year old city that you can see like okay. how they set it up with the aqueducts and then actually like seeing how they carved into the you know this wasn't a freestanding structure but like how precise that was yeah but i think two people forget yeah. what, what it's like to work with their hands but one thing about the ancient apocalypse that trips me out is the fact that you have i forgot the word again people who dig up dead bones archaeologists sorry archaeologists and astronomers don't communicate about what could happen i mean there's like a whole thing done about how the pyramids in egypt and giza were a representation of orion's belt and that's just from a guy who was like camping out in front of the pyramids and he had like an excavation the next day and he was like huh those look a lot like and then like it went from there and then they found historical proof that that was a representation of the constellations and it's like how how do you like how do you not think like that you know how do you not align with the stars sure it's crazy 
Yeah, I don't know, man. Bill, so Bill, what, the Bill what are the headlines from The Guardian, which is, you know, the British paper, says Ancient Apocalypse is the most yeah. dangerous show on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, it's so, dude, it's, it's also, that's another thing you can talk about forever, is how, like, this is, I think, just, like, if, if this is what people are freaking out about, it's crazy. People freak out about anyone who disagrees with them with anything. Like, this guy is obviously kind of a kook. If you're an archaeologist, you can debate him or ignore him. But the fact people want him, like, silenced or his show taken off Netflix, like, this is crazy. Like, you don't, you don't have to do that. You don't have to silence this person. I don't know. You can just let him kind of show himself to be insane. But how freaking tense would archaeologists be be like this guy is destroying the narrative it's like right? I, mean, I don't think archaeologists are actually saying that i think it's just other people who are bored i think most archaeologists are busy you know digging up well according to him news, they're coming after him that's what he says he says okay 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 been dealing it for 20 years i'm like who i mean I, I agree with you it's really crazy it's like all he's doing is just painting another theory of what could be he's not even saying definitively he's just saying you know this is something we need to really address moving forward it's not even that yeah, crazy people are, people are just yeah they like they can't stand and i think he's kind of crazy but people can't stand they're just being allowed the space for other opinions like trying to silence this guy is just so stupid to me it seems so counterintuitive yeah, well, he's on Netflix, uh, and then he was on Joe Rogan. So now it's like he must have done something right if he got a document series on Netflix. You know what I mean? And now we're talking about it on this podcast, so that's even yeah. More so he won. He has truly won this yeah. uh, battle right now. He has, and you know, I mean, but I think too, what's so scary about his message is that there was an apocalypse where society was completely wiped out. I think that's kind of where he was talking about within his show is why he's being silenced because he's like hey you know we could be potentially knocked out is what he was seeing a lot of people are having issues with too well hey we could wow wow Wingate really leaving on a happy note right there that's what happened in the document I was like you go through all these really cool theories and thoughts and that's what he leaves you with he's like yeah we could all be just destroyed by something i was like okay well i kind of understand why they don't want you to talk anymore yeah. <laughs> you know but i think i mean it could be happening i think you know at the end of the day what is true is there's no real understanding of how these ancient societies built some of these huge temples and in, in how they're able to put stone when we can't even do it today i mean that is as true as it could be yeah yeah i thought the thing he said about the sphinx was very interesting he said on rogan how like the paws or whatever the body is so much more aged than the head so like we know that the head was turned into a human face like two thousand years ago but he's saying yeah they took like because it was ancient when they found it so it was some ancient society that built it then egyptians came along and found it and it was you know worn down super wet weathered so then they turned it into a human face and i have he offered no evidence for that but it's still it is a very interesting idea like the idea that that was at the body of that thing has been around actually like five thousand years or something like that yeah and it and how captivating it is like because as a kid you would talk about the sphinx i feel like in school and they would tell you that like the nose was shot off by like a british soldier did you guys ever get that story going up? i heard that well that's so 
segueing from that actually that was what kind of it was interesting so that building in Petra the famous one you know from the last crusade it's called the treasury building and it's because British soldiers in the early 1900s thought there was treasure in it so they took their guns and started shooting at it <laughs> so you look at this beautiful you know 2000 year old you know carved in the side of the mountain ancient uh building of sorts and you see a bunch of pocket holes from where the British shot at it and then that's why it's called the treasury building so it has nothing to do with it being like the treasury it was just people thought it was treasure was in it so all that's to say is the British are idiots sorry British if anybody's listening in yeah well I mean I just oh, man. I don't track the logic on just shooting a building but They're archaeologists, Zach. It's what they do. They shoot at it. <laughs> That's how they do their archaeological digs. They just shoot at it. I mean, it's like, yeah, but going back to the Sphinx, you know, but what, what he's saying there with that, though, is there's even ancient cultures in the ancient cultures, as basic as that sounds, where they don't even know why there was a Sphinx there. They just started building on it. And they might have even used oh, yeah. different technology to build on it. It's cool. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like it was a totally different perspective back then. And Dan Carlin talked about this in his podcast was how it was like if you existed in the Persian Empire, whoever you were, like you lived in a world that was so old. Like everything had been going on the way it was going for no one knew how long. So you would have yeah, like statues of gods around and stuff that people were like, I don't know. Some people lived here a long time ago and they worshiped this god, but now we live here and we have no idea. But like, yeah, everything was old back then. Like there was this this idea that that's just how life was, how it was forever and how it forever would be. Yeah. Which is fun to think about. Yeah, and it's what's crazy though is like, then I think about like the Inca Empire in Ecuador. And I was like, man, they must have been here forever. They were only in Ecuador for like a hundred years. But that's still yeah, so sure. yeah, relevant in what people say because it, it would feel like forever if you were like the third generation. But it makes you wonder when people were like, yeah, this is a new city. We just built it and we're a vibing new culture. Like, you don't ever really get that. Even the ancient cultures are like, this is just how it's been forever. Except for the Neanderthals. Yeah. Except for Zach's cousins, the Neanderthals. My cousins, you know, they were. But that's trippy, you know, and... But that's where you get the whole point of language because like if you do draw on Neanderthals the reason why you in ancient societies is because for a long period of time people were nomadic that was the theory and they had to hunt for their food and they didn't have time to create society so if you're in one area you have water you have food you have time then that's when culture and society is built based on those criteria you know you're, you're, people could have just wandered forever like, you don't really know It's like the same reason why like a bear in this current age wouldn't know anything about history or past because nobody in his species like could kept time on how to deal with it. Sorry. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> I went on a I don't know if that made any sense. Wingate's just going on rants. I can't wait to hear this podcast. Sorry, I <laughs> I'll go. be at it. I love it. My new thing is just to go on rants. But okay, we have five minutes kind of Summing up, is there anything else you want to kind of articulate in this ancient apocalypse, ancient culture podcast? 
Yeah, if I lived back in those days and Phil was my neighbor, I would beat him up. Okay, sure. Welcome what to would try. you be, Phil? Would be, Phil, what would you would be, be? What would you I be? I would be a priest. I would be a priest. I'd be doing all the psychedelic drugs, and I'd, yeah, I'd be raining hellfire down on the masses. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Would you be like, you probably that. be making like psychedelic tea and just reading, like, but, and writing all day. So I feel like but Phil would be very calm in terms of bringing hellfire from the skies. Like, Phil would just be like, and you're all going to die, and... Uh, that's your life. Yeah, but it's like, what was the life expectancy too? Like, yeah, some of those cultures, like, they, I don't know, Ben lived to be like 35. It's kind of like life expectancy. So you're saying we're already at our, like, end here, Wingate? Well, no, I'm like, we're good because of longevity, technology, and health, but like, there was a point <laughs> where we would be, like, we'd already have tapped out on our life expectancy right now. We would be buried. We, what kind of tomb would you bury, be buried in? That's the question. Would you want to be buried in one of the, you know, mountain or cities built in the mountainside tomb? Or would you want to be like in a pyramid? What, what kind of tomb would you want to be buried? I'd want to be put on a Viking ship, put out in the ocean and then shot with fire arrows. I think that's like the uh, coolest like that. You know, not buried. Like buried's not as cool as just being burned out in the ocean. I think I want him to be mummified, but then placed as, as like a statue in the middle of this town center. So everybody having to pass by would have to look at me. And they would have to remember wow. David, David, Hughes, Hughes David, David. David, David the Jew, who, you know, was the uh, trade man. <laughs> Sounds about Here's right. David the Jew, the merchant. <laughs> the merchant. <laughs> You brought me some good incense. Mm. Phil, meanwhile, I feel like Phil doesn't even get a proper burial, you know, because. Mm. As long as I'm in the ground, I don't like the idea of being out in the ocean. That's no, okay. That doesn't work for me. Yeah, you're, you want to be buried in the ground? Yeah, yeah. There's some, there's something about, yeah, like drowning or like your body being at sea is very strange to me. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. Interesting. Really interesting. Have you ever seen those graveyards where they bury you under trees and your body becomes a root in a tree? Yeah, that see that seems very nice to me. It's kind of trippy, like to bury somebody under it, and you're like, "That's Phil's tree right there." And then like, you have a tree buried under your body. I guess that'd be kind of cooler than a tombstone. Than being like, "See that ocean? We burned Zach on that." Yeah, but they like it was epic. It was like the best like party ever. All the Viking people were taking mushrooms and jump around like crazy. Mm. All right, you, you know what, Wingate? I think your listeners have learned so much about ancient civilizations. I gotta yeah, be honest, I, I think this episode was a step down for you, Zach. You've been doing good lately. Booze and I just threw you off. Yeah, we threw you uh, we threw a wrench in your yeah. system. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. No, it's all good. I think I almost went for nineties trivia and I was like gonna throw that in instead, but then I was like, I just don't wanna I don't wanna leave you all traumatic with just nonstop trivia on the show. Yeah, too much trivia. All right, gentlemen. Maybe next time. I, I think that's good. This will be posted later. Thank you for your time. I think it was very informal. I think people walked away with a better understanding of the world. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, Zach. All right, gentlemen, we'll talk to you later.
Fiat. <laughs>